Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist and of course you're probably wondering wait we but yes of course I have the Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frida here in the recording studio in the Central Florida branch and they are nestled around getting all cozy to really talk about the extreme movie from 1998 that the but maestro how's it going buddy is ready to review hey hey uh yep hey admiral uh welcome back y'all uh this is going to be a weird one uh you, you saw the title and i'm sure that before you even clicked on this you've probably seen dozens of other youtube videos shitting on this movie but if you've listened to Cinema Gems before, uh, you'd know that we like to take a slightly different spin on things. We like to try to see it from a different perspective and maybe the way it was intended. So, hi, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet that talks about the shit we love. Uh, you know, it's just a bunch of opinionated nerds. Uh, and Admiral, I'm actually excited about this one. So, yes. Um, so, let's... I want to specify this before we go any further. Um, so yesterday, as a, I think it was yesterday or this weekend, um, a court circuit judge in, I believe, California or one of the Pacific Coast states stated that art generated by AI cannot yes. be copyrighted. So that means that they might not be able to copyright AI for movies since you can't copyright a movie. You, you can't really do essentially anything. what they decided on was that, and correct me if I'm wrong, cinemaniacs, you know, the email cinema gems, 15 at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, but I believe the, the ruling was essentially that uh, anything not made by a person, not made by a human being, uh, is not eligible for copyright. Uh, yep. And so the defense of, well, the AI program was created by a human doesn't go very far in this. Uh, because, yes, the program was made by a human, but anything uh, that results from uh, the program creating it does not count. Yep. Which, um, honestly, thank God for that. I was legitimately worried because we've seen how Hollywood has been over the last six months with the rise of AI. They've done everything they possibly could to exploit it and manipulate it as a way to pay actors and artists and writers significantly less than what they deserve for their work and the quality of their work. Uh, and as we discussed last week, them relying on AI is going to cause or would cause a significant drop in quality that they don't think consumers like you and I, Admiral, and our amazing Cinemaniacs will notice. That's their fatal mistake here, is that they are they, they think that the consumers of their media are stupid enough that they won't notice the dip in quality. Hollywood, you if you're listening... Seth Rogen said? Did what, you what, what Seth Rogen, Rogen said? What this Seth is like Rogen months said. ago. He goes, if you want AI to be funny, you gotta you gotta put a shit ton of weed in that computer. Trust yeah. me, that's how I write my scripts. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> wow, Seth Rogen. 
<laughs> That's why I love him so much. Yep. Um, so uh speaking of the strike, um we decided, hey, what is what what what's the first possible celebrity guest we should have on the podcast? It was almost Kevin Smith at one point. It was almost Kevin Smith. We'll get him back one day. Well, possibly, hopefully. Yes, please, Kevin Smith. We know you listen to the podcast. And Jason Muse, we know you listen. We know you listen. Um but um I uh reached out uh to uh one of a person from from Carrot Top uh, and uh I asked I told them about the episode that we're reviewing um and um I did not get a no um just he's on strike uh because he is a member of SAG uh which good for you good for you Carrot Top amazing wonderful job because the fucking grubby ass money studio heads want to try and keep money away from everyone um because there are no good billionaires yes that's true um so i'm actually okay i didn't get a no we we on cinema gems for the record fully support carrot top's decision from just wholesale blanket i'm not promoting a damn thing right now i am just full solidarity with the writers with the actors with everyone trying to get their worth recognized by the studios that are being incredibly selfish and incredibly short-sighted i fully respect respect carrot top's decision yeah small side Um, note small side note real quick it is a little bit funny because we do not represent uh amptp or uh we any movie studio in any capacity. So I highly doubt that this would count as a breach of his contract. That being said, I respect him so much. And it's actually flattering that he would assume that we have enough of a following that this would count as actual publicity. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I'll reach out to you after the strikes over again. Absolutely. Totally. Let's reach out to him after the strike is over. Uh, we fully support SAG-AFTRA and uh, uh, the Writers Guild uh, for everything they're doing right now. For all the incredible preparation that they did leading up to the strike to prepare their members uh, to really dig in for a long time. Because as we know, the studios have a strategy of just wait them out and starve them out. But because yep. of, and I'm sure you've seen tons of Adam, Adam Conover's uh, and, and Hassan's videos about this, um, but they are fully prepared to dig in and wait this out. Yeah, I think they said, like, the studios are waiting till October, and I'm just like, specifically, why that? And then, like you said, Adam Conover was like, oh, well, that's what, blah, blah, blah. and I'm just like, that, That's wow. what all their money raising has been for, is to build yeah. up a backlog of, or backstock, if you will, of money saved so that the sag after members, the Writers Guild members can live off of that while they are fighting to get recognized and fighting to get their worth. And we fully salute and support everyone that is on strike right now. Paratop, thank you so much for thinking that we're big enough to mean anything. <laughs> just, 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 I would have said this. I would have said this to Caratop, and I just want you to know you probably won't listen. 
uh, this far in because you're going to look and be like, oh, they're just going to like shit on my movie or whatever. Look, um, Loki, like that was before, kind of a, hey, we made it moment. <laughs> right? Like, it's really weird. But so, so the thing is that I'm okay with it, but we've been doing this next month will be eight years and we have never gotten paid for any of it. This is completely just us. Just this is just, just my fun. Like I'm talking to my friend about movies and I get to record yeah. it every week. Yeah. This and is it's my, like, Oh, this, this show is my therapy. excuse to watch weird movies that I otherwise probably wouldn't on my own. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you, Carrot Top for thinking, uh, we, we totally respect, we totally respect you, but we, we don't get paid for this. We, we have our day jobs. We don't quit our day jobs because we do this. That being said, thank you to Caratops representative for getting back to us so quickly. That's yeah. awesome. Like I was uh, like, in the spirit wow. of all that, let's let's review this movie, Admiral. Okay, all right. So this movie came out on March thirteenth, nineteen ninety eight. So it is the twenty fifth anniversary of sorry, Chairman of the Board. Sorry about that, Caratop. Chairman of the Board, and I guess we should just get started now. We look. This movie is considered one of the worst box office bombs ever. It It is interesting because it came out in a year of other really weird movies. The Lost in Space reboot, uh, Armageddon, The Truman Show, Godzilla, Deep Impact, Blade. Don't forget Dante's Peak. Dante's Dante's Peak, Peak. Halloween Town, Quest for Camelot. Yep. Yep. Like, this was a weird year for movies. A Bug's Life came out in 1998. The Mask of Zorro. Freaking, oh my god, I love this game. What Dreams did May you, Come. Did you do your research for Carrot Top? Did no, I just I just pulled up a Google tab of uh, 1998 <laughs> movies. And I thought I'm you reading did your the... research because Carrot Top is listening, possibly. I mean, maybe just a little bit. Uh, what Dreams May Come, the really fucking sad Robin Williams movie. Oh my god, that movie's so About sad. what happens when you get to heaven, and maybe it's not heaven. Came out in 1997. This was a fucking packed year of really weird movies. Uh, and somehow this movie has stood out over time as one of the weirder ones. So, let's just let's state... That the budget was seven million dollars. What it recouped from the box office was just over three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So look, not a great opening, but still, it's not that harsh of a movie. And don't blame Carrot Top because it's not all his fault. It's not. It's yeah, not it, all. It's not, I don't think it's any by, of his fault. It was directed by Alex Zam. Screenplay by I Stipen. Uh, Stepteen. I'm oh, hey, so sorry. By th- by the way, Alex Zam also directed My Date with the President's Daughter. LOL. And Inspector Gadget 2, Beverly Hills okay. Chihuahua 2, Tooth Fairy 2, Jingle All the Way 2. Man, this guy just does sequels. Under The the new Under Wraps and under, new Under Wraps 2. That explains and also the Woody, so fucking yeah. much. And the Woody Woodpecker from 2017. That, that Look, explains so much of the fish islands. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. So, so I mean, look. This movie opens like very unusual. Uh literally Caratop is being as uh, being given birth to. Uh 
Yeah, your carrot top is birthing out of his. Yeah. So look, at that point, that po- look. Before you go any further, before you watch this movie, I'm not saying that you have to be inebriated on something in order to watch this, but it helps because, or all you got to do is turn your brain off and just watch a movie. Just watch a movie. Relax for an hour say, and a half. I'm not going to say turn your brain off, but definitely be be in a place emotionally where you are ready to revert back to a child a little bit. Like, this yeah. movie is 100% meant to appeal to your inner child. Uh, your your ant, your inner anti-establishment, your, your inner, let's just play. Like, everything can be fun if we just make it fun. So let's just make it fun. Basically, just make sure... Hey, I want to escape from this hellscape of a of a post apocalyptic world that we live in to watch a fun comedy for an hour and a half. Yeah, just do that. Edison, there atop. Which I love his. Oh, name. absolutely. I and, love and him. very appropriate Perfect. to his name. He's just an inventor. Like he he's a wacky he's dude a failed that invents wacky okay. things. Most of them not very useful. Uh, but all very fun he really should have started selling this stuff to a toy company like fucking hasbro would have picked this shit up in a heartbeat they also would have royally fucked him over what did you see that the uh the the guy that he went to go to the um uh invention place was that's the guy who sat in the nachos and angels in the outfield oh that's that my god I love and hate. Did you not catch that? I, I haven't seen Angels in the Outfield since I was a kid, Admiral. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Great catch, though. Okay. Excellent catch. And I love how he's like, one more, one more. And he's like pulling all this stuff out. Oh, my God. That was such a great scene. How he's like, yeah, woo. Um, And then he goes, uh, he's heading home and he sees Jack Warden, which a lot of people may know Jack Warden from... Uh, uh, a lot of movies, the Norm Macdonald movie, Dirty Work, or better yet, The Great Muppet Caper, where he is the editor of the newspaper where Gonzo, Kermit, and Fozzie oh, work wow. at. That's Jack Warden. Yep, 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 yep. And also, isn't he from 12 Angry Men? I believe I so. He's one of the men. I believe he's one of the 12 Angry in the, Men. In the room? Uh, we, we have to talk in these opening scenes about uh, Edison Caratops, uh, landlord. Um, as well as his his oh. dumbass friends and roommates, uh, that are honestly more Who's bums by than Estelle him. Harris? But yeah, no, his his landlord Estelle Harris, fucking Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, or or George Costanza's yep. mother from Seinfeld. Yep. She's she's incredible. Um, she's she does exactly. I love how she has a voice box. Like I, when we eventually do reach at the carrot top again after the strikes have hopefully been successful in achieving what they need to achieve to get their worth, uh, I would love to hear his opinion specifically. I know you asked him about a bunch of the amazing character actors in this movie. I'm most interested in hearing him talk about Estelle Harris. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm excited for Jack Warden. Um, and, um, uh, I think it's not Larry Miller. Um, also, Larry Miller. Other, I don't uh, think Larry Miller is dead. Is dead? Is he? No way. No, he's not. No, 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 he's not. He's not dead. Uh, at all. He's no. he's no, no he's no, no, he's no, no, sixty nine. No. Nice. Uh, 
Uh, no, actually, it was uh, the guy from ah Jack McGee. Uh, no, not Jack McGee. Damn, I don't know who I'm talking about. Um, he's in the he's in the poster. He's the old man in the background. Yeah. Uh, he's he's from Home Alone. He's the guy in the airport that's like the dangling yeah. ones. He's also from Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. You know what? Fuck it. Let me just pull up that email and look up. Bill Irwin. That's who it is. Bill Irwin. So kind of going through what little plot there is in this movie. Uh, it's it's very simple. Uh, Edison isn't making any money. Uh, his landlord wants him out. Uh, he tries to go get a bunch of jobs. And I believe he lands a little bit of a job with... Uh, this toy company. Uh, I think. Uh, he he runs into yeah, Armand McMillan, uh, whose car broke down. Yeah. Um, and he yep. uh, Edison uses some of his inventions to help Armand. Uh, and he's so impressed that he's like, "Hey, uh, uh, yeah, you're cool." Armand passes away. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. I'm going to leave everything that I own to you, even though I just met you. He, he leaves days. Edison when Armand suddenly passes away. Uh, he leaves Edison 45% of the shares uh, in his large invention corporation. Yep. And Bradford, who is played by Larry Miller. Paolo um, from Princess Diaries. Oh, God. And also, why is he just, he oozes creep, man. He oozes. Uh, he's, he's incredible at, at oozing it. I don't believe for a second that the um, actor Larry Miller is ick in real life. I think he's just very good at portraying it. I hope. Yeah. Uh, and I love how he wants to fucks anything. So he Raquel Welsh. Fucking oh Raquel Welsh is God. in this movie, people. Big salute. Yes, man. Raquel motherfucking Welsh. She's incredible. Also, just... Um, uh, R.I.P. Oh, I didn't know she passed away. Uh, back in February, oh. yeah. Um, so, uh, Larry Miller, uh, Bradford wants to f fuck like anything. So he tries to, uh, fuck Raquel Welsh. Um, and then he also tries to fuck Natalie. Well, and um, just to clarify, literally he is so everything. thirsty that he is so ready to sell this company. The second it falls into his hands, immediately sell it to Raquel Welsh. He is so thirsty. See, I think Raquel Welsh is more thirsty than him. So that's I think just... Raquel well I think Grace Kosick uh, knows what she's got and knows how to use it to get what she wants. Okay. Which, so not gonna lie, he he he. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with you. So basically, Edison invents invent, invents a bunch of things. Um, um, and I love the uh, portable outhouse system. <laughs> yes. P-O-S. P-O-S. That's actually and, really oh, funny. We didn't even talk about... We didn't even, we didn't even talk about... Jen Shaddix, uh, the guy who helps invent all of the things, is from Beetlejuice. Oh, my God. That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Um, and he... he He's a really good actor. He's a good character because he kind of like goes away. All these characters, all also, these people are good. I also have to have to point out how four. appropriate it is, kind of tying things back. I want to point out how appropriate it is that Paratop, rightfully so, is striking right now, and and said no to coming on the podcast right now 
uh, because of all the striking, rightful striking going on. There is a large segment of this movie where the workers at the business that he just inherited are all striking. So yep. that that feels really appropriate and awesome to me. And hey, Caratop, hell, you're awesome, dude. Yeah, you are. You're it, amazing. I don't have a, any bad uh, things hopefully. to say about Caratop in this movie because as far as I'm concerned, he understood the assignment and played his character perfectly. He was a big kid I mean, who's look, also a practical genius. With the story, yes. Yes, he's a he's he's a he's a wonderful prop comedian. Hundred percent. So there's two people that came with the story: Al Septon and uh, Turi Miller. Um, and then the screenplay is done by those two guys and Alexam, the director. So I mean, you kind of have three cooks in one kitchen. So they're kind of just like, let's just turn this out. Not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like it could have been polished up a little bit more, just a little bit. That's it. Like this movie oozes early 90s in the late 90s like and it's really well done but the invention that puts them on the map besides margarita mondays or is it margarita mondays or no it's Lou out Lou out thursdays um sorry i was thinking of killing it season two so Lou out thursdays and also um he gives everybody in the company like a part of the shares of the company from his shares um, and he gets on the fucking cover of Forbes fucking yeah. magazine, Time uh, magazine. It, it goes to like, his head a little bit, shit. but like that would when you yep. go from literally no one to holy shit. Yeah, that's gonna go to your head a little bit. I mean, I mean, I kind of feel like that because Carrot Top turned down this podcast, not turned down, but turned down because right. of a strike. But like, we did not get a no. We did not get a, get a no. So basically, he is like, oh, let's do a TV dinner combo pack. So when you open it up, you get the TV with the TV dinner there. Okay, great. Look, I'm not saying that's a horrible idea. I'm just saying you could just sell the TV dinner itself, like the compact itself, and then you sell the meal separately. Like, that's what I assume. That's what I think. No, but apparently you you buy you buy a, you so buy a new money. mini TV every time you want to buy a meal. <laughs> apparently, um, uh, and so then apparently some guy got quote unquote radiation from it, but it's really uh, this glow in the dark. Yeah, it's one of Edison's inventions that uh, Edison came up when, with when he was being distracted yeah. at the tennis course by the gorgeous woman. Uh, Oh my god! What what's his fucking name? Uh, Larry Miller peeks uh, at his diary in, in his his book of inventions, uh, and totally steals the idea. What about the what about the sweat the sweat cup scene? Did the did the sweat cup scene make you it, gag? Yeah, a little, little bit. Gag. A little bit. Yeah. It was, was kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, he uh, so Larry Miller steals uh, steals that idea. Uh. Uh, Edison gets sued by um, some guy who was apparently radiation, but it's just glowing yeah. in the dark. Um, so they're about to they're about to you know sell the company to Raquel Welsh's character, and then um, uh, they come in and they're like, "No, it's not. It's glow in the dark ooze. Blah blah. You know, it's all this stuff. It's not radiation. It's all Bradford. Bradford." Uh, Bradford is the his friend did it. I bet you did this. So they go and arrest Bradford. 
Um, and then I love how R- Raquel Walsh is just like, yeah, I did not know Bradford. Why would you do that? And I'm just like, wow. She, perfect. she follows the money. She, she just follows the money. All I got to say is this movie was ahead of its time because it appointed a woman CEO yep. um, in the late 90s. Uh, Natalie Stockwell. Uh, Courtney North Thorne. Is it Thorne Smith? I believe it's uh, yeah, Courtney Thorne uh, Smith. Uh, they present her as the head of the company, and she looks at Edison. And she's like, "Well, what you want to do?" And he goes, "Put me in something in R and D. I'll gladly do that." And then that's that's it. The that's the movie. the movie. Like we, and honestly, that feels like a pretty good kind of hap. That like that's the best case scenario in this movie. Paratop never wanted to be, never wanted to run a company. He wanted to make fun things and sell fun things. So now he gets to be on the R and D floor, uh, on the production floor, make these things, and yeah, his girlfriend gets wanted. to distribute them. He just wanted a steady job. I mean, is that a minor conflict of interest? Sure, uh, but in the scale of things in this movie that could have happened, it could have been worse. You, you could have had Bradford. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so one of my favorite things is when Bill Irwin, when they're passing around the TV dinner around the board of people. I love how Bill Irwin's just like, fuck this, I'm going to eat it real quick. And you like the camera cuts him, he's just fucking eating the fucking TV dinner. He's like, oh, it's really good. I'm like, oh shit, motherfucker, you fucking eating this shit? What? What is going on? Look, Bill Irwin had some classic lines. I love when he's like, he's like, oh, pipe down. I'm just like, fucking Bill Irwin, you're amazing. You're a fucking amazing actor. Look, we understand this movie has been shit on a lot. We, we Completely. Look, there's like probably for, the, for it's, it's, so this movie is 25 years old. So there's probably 25,000 videos on YouTube or on the internet somewhere about you how shitty this movie You also need to is. not this watch movie. this movie right after you watch, like, I don't know, Everything Everywhere All at Once or dune like just no you can't hold this movie in the same uh, to the same standards to the same uh uh level as a fucking prestige movie because that's not what it's trying to be it's trying to appeal to your inner yeah. child but at least for me it succeeded exactly. in that were there some scenes that were borderline uh, making so- me nauseous from the fisheye lens and the constant rapid movement yeah yeah. The, what about the music? Uh, How was it, the music? It felt like uh, someone took the, the the soundtrack from a Pee Wee movie, like Danny Elfman's Pee Wee, and just filtered it a bunch of times and distorted the shit out of it. Uh, the music was by Chris Hyjan. I'm not familiar with his work, but it was very ADD and very all over the fucking place. Uh, it was appropriate for the movie. Uh, didn't they have a weird like reference that they tried to make with the movie scene, but they couldn't use the official uh, license of music? I, I don't know. And I was just like, where where did you what? see that? What? Uh, I think it was when he was in the board trying to like discuss, hey, this idea, hey, this idea, and uh, I forgot what movie he referenced, but similar to Last Action Hero. Like, you know how it was, like, close enough to be recognizable, but not long enough to be sued? 
if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was like long enough to be like, oh, I understand that reference. I understand that. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, so we have a rating system here on Cinema Gems. Full gem, an amazing movie. Half gem, an all right movie. No gem, a horrible movie. But Maestro, I just want you to know, before you give out your rating system, I am going to send this nope, to Carrot I'm Top. I'm fully aware. So, so what do you give 1998's Chairman of the Board? Uh, so, like I said before, this feels like the kind of movie where you have to put yourself in a very specific mindset. And you have to be emotionally ready to access your inner child. And just the in instinct to play with everything and make everything fun. So with that in mind, I think Chairman of the Board is not no gem. I think it is a plushy half gem. Uh, in that it is definitely meant for kids. Uh, but I, I think as an adult too, like I, I'm 31 and I had fun with this movie. I can kind of see where it was going from like 10 to 15 year old me would have absolutely loved this in the same way that I loved Dexter's lab. You know, yep. I also give it a half gem. I agree with you. It's not as bad as you think it is. Um, but you know, if you just, it's an escape from the world, if it's something to watch, to relax, de-stress after work this is a totally a half oh, yeah. it's 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 a good movie it's also it's it's a feel good movie i think it's it's, it's like every you know it's the good it guys win everyone wins yeah which by the way little richard was in this movie i did not see little richard in this movie fucking where apparently he plays himself LOL. it says little richard himself that's fucking funny uh yeah uh but Hey, y'all, um, uh, let us know what y'all thought about this movie. Uh, you know the email, cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Uh, you know where to find all our other episodes, too, over on lowrainpictures.com on the Cinema Gems tab. But uh, you should also know by now, uh, before you're allowed to go to the Cinema Gems tab, you got to go over to the Your 30 tab and pay their due because they run a much better show than we do. Yeah, they do. Like, superior in all forms. Anyway, guys... Just remember to take some time for yourself, relax, and watch whatever your chairman of the board movie is after you get off work. You're don't feel let anyone you're don't relaxing. let anyone shame you into not enjoying the things that your inner child loves. You know what I mean? Especially exactly. if it's not hurting anyone. And guys, just remember to take some time to take some time for yourself, relax, and also guys to, you know, just Worry about yourself before you can worry about others. You don't want to light a candle from four ways. Because then you get the but Maestro's favorite thing I've ever said. What the, is it, the but Maestro? Flaming windmill? Yep. Flaming windmill. We, we just um, informed GLaDOS what that idea was last week before we recorded the show. It was hilarious. And oh my fucking god. It was hilarious. It made a lot of sense after we described it to them in form and then they retorted back with something else and then i said no but it's like this and they were like oh that makes sense like that makes sense and i'm like yes that's yes that's exactly what it, it makes sense if you say it a yep. certain way um but guys also i just want to say uh next month um i know that um i've gotten a few requests from uh some of our swapper jacks friends and family 
um, at the Florida branch location. Um, but next month is a special month. Um, and I guess we should just stay because this is the last April. episode. Uh, I wanted to mention What's one more thing about chairman of the board. Um, oh, go ahead. I, I don't know if you want me to acknowledge what specific movie that chairman of the board visually prepared me for. Uh, but it, I, I feel like chairman of the board and a lot of its fisheye lens stuff, it's very ADD jumping around editing really prepared me for a specific movie that you want to record at the end of this coming month. You yeah. Mean next month. Yeah. Or this month. Oh, okay. Wait, sorry. Yes. Time is time. Okay. We, of, of September. The listeners view our show. The, the listeners view our show as linear, but we, as the creators of the show, view it as oh, it's, a big it's ball bigly, of wibbly-wobbly yeah, wibbly wobbly time you wind me bullshit. Fully. So I understand what you mean. Um, so should we say that it's Mike Myers month the next month? Yeah. So everybody knows, even... Even Caratop knows. No, I'm just kidding. Caratop doesn't know. So, Caratop, this is for you. Uh, specifically for you. So, randomly, without throughout the year, if there is five Fridays in a month, we make that month specifically geared to a actor or subject of films. One time we did Box Office We bombs. did Jamie Lee the Curtis. Other time, yeah, we did, we did the Wachowski... The Wachowski that month, one was particularly fun uh, for Pride Month last month. That one month. was particularly fun. That was, I had a good one. We did Michael yep. Keaton month, like we do a bunch of stuff. So I guess that means that since so we did what well, we did, we did Michael Keaton month, then we did Jamie Lee Curtis month. So I guess we have to pick an actor, uh, an actress next time because we're doing Mike Myers month. No, not Michael Myers. Mike right. Myers, uh, Austin Powers, Wayne's right. World. You know, like different things. Look, guys. Um, so tune in for the next five five weeks and uh, see if there's a movie that you want to do. And we, uh, I, I am ready for some wonderful intro music besides the Kevin George music. Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, Marty and the Arrogant Zerber, I'll thank you for allowing us to be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. But no, I meant the music from the illustrious but Working on it. Himself. We'll get there. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm really looking forward to this, and I haven't even heard it yet, guys. And I'm you, really you know why he hasn't this. heard it yet? Because I haven't been able to record it yet. But I love how he's like, "I'll get it to you tomorrow," and I look right at him and go, "You got till Friday. Buddy. You're <laughs> fine. It's okay. I know how life works. It's fine, man. It's fine." Um, so yes, yeah, so we will be doing Mike Myers month next month. Uh, I hope you're excited because I am, and I know the butt Maestro is like, "Fine, I'll just go along with this." Like you, whatever. As always, At to all point. of our amazing Cinemaniacs and Swapper Jacks friends and family, we love y'all so much for all the input and encouragement y'all constantly give us. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you, Caratop, for listening to the entire episode because we know you did. We know you did. Um, but no, guys, seriously, uh, thank you so much for listening and being there and wanting us to be the podcast that you want us to listen to. And the only way to do that is to email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com and let us know what you want us to review. Yep. Like, we have a couple big ones coming up at the end of the year. I think we're going to do Jurassic Park. Um, and I think I suggested without a clue. 
I don't know if you got that text message. I did. Uh, it's with ben, Sir did. Ben Kingsley and I, Michael. I did. Kyle. I saw it. I remember it. Michael. Okay. Um, I'm. J- I just. I've just suggested those two. I'd like to do those two before uh, the end of the year. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you want us to review, like current pop culture uh, with that came out this year, preferably an anniversary of the fifth, uh, like the fifteenth, the fifth year, the tenth year, the twenty fifth year, uh, anniversary year, um, let us know, um, and we would be glad to do that. Um, yes, we know Ahsoka is dropping technically tonight, but I don't think I don't think we're gonna review it until. October. I think we're going to review it in Probably. October. Um, so yeah, guys, so we, we understand we're going to get a lot of, a lot of like, Oh, Hey, review this review. This. Look guys, we got Michael Myers month to get through first. Then we'll worry about October. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being there. And also thank you. Thank you so much for not saying no. <laughs> Cop. It's you don't, you don't understand that I've probably peaked at life. Is when I didn't get an automatic. No, no. I, I didn't read that as a no. I read that as a not right now for very good reasons. Maybe later, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine with me. No, I'm 100% fine with that, guys. Thank you. Just remember to take some time for yourself. Be kind before you can be kind to others. What? what Relax. He said. Breathe. What, no, what I'm just my repeating what you said. Uh, but guys, also remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Always. Love y'all. Bye, guys. See you later. Oh, and also, uh, Carrot Top, thank you for listening. Goodbye.